Why is it when we set expectations with our team, do we feel like we're the bad guys? Well... Do you think you have what it takes to be a good manager? What about a good leader? What about both? In this series, we're going to talk about the post-pandemic leadership and management in the Frontline Healthcare setting. Thanks for joining us on the Frontline Healthcare Leadership Podcast, a place to learn, grow, and become a great leader in an ever-changing healthcare environment. I am Stephen, and I'll be your host as we discuss leadership and healthcare during this podcast. It's because no one wants to be a bad guy. Nobody gets into leadership wanting to be a bad person. And when we set expectations, a lot of the times we feel like we're the bad guy. But I want to help give a little um, I don't know, guidance to some of those new frontline healthcare workers out there. Uh, frontline leaders, I should say. Um, when you set expectations for your team, you're not the bad guy. You're actually a good leader. Because what setting expectations does is that it gives the team a direction and a focus on what needs to be done for that day, and it holds everyone accountable. So I'll give you some examples of setting expectations uh, over the last few years that I've done with my team, um, and hopefully you can take something away from those. So uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is uh, Eileen and I are opening a new imaging center next week. Uh, we are going from a one-magnet, two-person team to we'll probably have six people, seven people, and uh, maybe a nurse, um, we're opening a full imaging center and it's going to have all the modalities. Uh, and one of the things that she and I have been talking about is how do we set expectations so that the team is going to be high functioning and the team's going to work together and do a good job. And so we've been discussing a lot of that and, um, we've talked about some of her, also some of her prior issues with expectations and it's not being mean but it might put people out of their comfort zone. So let me explain a little bit about that. So my lead is a really nice person. She is super nice. And unfortunately, she's a little bit too nice sometimes. Um, and so, for example, uh, she's talked to me about an issue where she wanted to have a conversation. And she suggested something be done. And the other person didn't do it. And she was telling me about the situation. I said, okay. So did you set the expectation? This is my expectation. No, I, I kind of told him, I hinted him. No, no, no. Did you set the expectation that when this happens, this needs to happen? No, I said it'd be nice if you would give me a heads up, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at her and I'm like, did you set expectations? She's like, no, I didn't. And it's not fair for you as a lead to be upset with someone who they don't know that these are our expectations. And so having that conversation with these people, having the conversation with your team, having the conversations with even coworkers allows open communication, it clear guidelines, and it gets everybody on the same page working together. And so she and I talked probably for about a good 45 minutes to an hour today about uh, how to set expectations, talking through problems, uh, and what needs to happen. You know, you got to document you gotta, you know, write out. This is what we talked about, and so, um, so she and I are working on that at the new center. Um, another example, uh, I like to use this one because um, I, I was having a hard time thinking of how to do this. So, um, 
as some people know, and I'll do a podcast about this later, in healthcare and in a lot of the service industry, um, public service industry, so police, fire, military, uh, healthcare, the public uh, service sector, we as leaders show up in our put with a team that's already made. Um, I've got a whole PowerPoint presentation I did at work one time for a lunch and discuss about um, what it means to step in and become a leader of a team that's already pre-established because that is what most of our jobs are is a supervisor quits, a manager quits. There's already a pre-established team. You're not creating a team. You're taking over a team. And how do you fit in all that? So I came in and one of my leads was having problems at one of our centers because things weren't being done. She had talked to people. She had said, these are our expectations. And it continued to happen where things weren't little tasks weren't being done. So we are in imaging and our job is not to only image people. Our job is to clean up. Our job is to stock. Our job is to open boxes when they come in for receiving and, and see what's in there and put it where it needs to go. Our job is to take out linen and our job is to call patients if we need to or doctor's offices. And so this lead was having a hard time because it seemed like nobody wanted to chip in and help. And I said, well, what are your expectations? What have you been doing? Well, I've told them all that we need to do this as a team, but nobody else seems to be doing it because they all point and say, well, that person was the last one in there or that person should be doing it or I'm the late person today and I'm not doing it. And I said, okay, um, it took me a few days to figure out what something we could try. And so what I came up with was room assignments. Um, it's very micromanaging. It's, it's the, it's, it's taking a step in the wrong direction that I don't like to do because I don't like to micromanage and I don't like to be micromanaged. Um, I, I expect, if I expect you to be an adult professional in healthcare, you should be able to do those things. However, sometimes we have groups of te- teams of people, groups of people that have already been pre-established that there's certain personalities or certain cultures that are already pre-existing. You've got to break those up. And so I talked to this lead. She and I worked on some issues and we came up with room assignments. That way, at the end of the shift, the uh, she can tell who was supposed to be in that room. And if it wasn't stocked or clean, we know who to talk to. These are the expectations. If you're in the injection C-arm room, at the end of the day, you need to be stocking that room and cleaning it up. And, and, it, and it it takes away the guesswork of who's supposed to be doing what. Because um, I've, used, I've used this example before also. If you send an email out to everybody saying, hey, we need to stop doing this because a radiologist is complaining about it, every single person will think it's not them because no one wants to take ownership of problems or issues. It's, it's human nature. If it's, if it's directly not in your face and you can blame it on somebody else, most of the time people do it. I know it's a negative, like a dark way of thinking about people, but it, 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 it's the truth. Everybody else's, it's everybody else's problem. I'm not, I'm perfect and I don't do it wrong. So with that being said, we can hold people accountable as leaders by setting up expectations and setting up room assignments. Um, the reason why it's good is because it's going to make your team so much better. Um, high performing, high functioning teams work together and hold each other accountable. Um, 
one of my centers, uh, a tech said, oh, the girls over there are busy. We should probably go and help them. It wasn't even her modality, but she knew that the other people needed help. And she holds herself accountable to her coworkers and to her lead and to the other team that they all help each other out. Oh, I'll get your, I'll get your next patient changed. It's a man patient. It's not even an MRI. It's a mammography patient. But my tech wants to go help out because that's what we do as teams. We hold each other accountable. We're high performing. We want to help each other out. And so don't feel bad is what it comes down to. Don't feel bad as a leader when you're setting expectations. Don't do it in a negative way. But at the end of the day, you've got to set expectations. So thanks for joining me tonight. This was a real quick uh, tip on expectations, and I hope you took something away from it. And one more quick note for those that are still around. Thank you for listening to these podcasts. Um, I'm still new to podcasting, and I know the first few episodes were rough, especially some of the music and especially some of my um, timing and words. Um, we're finally figuring out the setup. We're finally figuring out microphones. We're finally figuring out how this works. So I do appreciate you listening this far. Um, feedback's always good. Even this sucks or this is what sucks about it helps me make things, th- things better. So thanks for sticking around and listening. I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, like I said, I hope you get something from this. Thanks.